Amen. Let's give them a round of applause once more. Let's say we are heirs of the Father and then we sing the song, the brass will be collecting the offerings from the children of God and we'll move right away to announcements. Amen. We are heirs of the Father. We are joined in the sun, we are people of his kingdom. We are family, we are
Of uh, at Bed Truth for December, also. 
I hope uh, we, we are making necessary arrangements with our trustees. So, uh, Brother Dibadi and Brother Mushabi, they will ensure that they will take care of whatever question that you'll be having regarding the conference. If you go to sleep over there, you can make arrangements with the payments. at liberty to travel from Beju to Whitbank. So it all depends how you make your own arrangements. But we'll be having five services during December then. And then we'll be having two each day and the last day to one service. And then, yeah, so we appreciate uh, your commitment. Musically, with whatever your presence coming to the church. So, Abraham says the beauty of the church is the character of its own people. So, we couldn't be what we are because of you as members of the body of Christ. May God richly bless you. So I had the opportunity to speak with this new mic. I see that I'm talking to you. I see that this one not working today. The morning of what you talk about is a phone room, and I say, I have the opportunity to utilize it. And the morning of what you talk about is a phone We appreciate you, and the morning. We welcome our dear and precious pastor. Let's just say uh, whatever worshiping shows that is in your hearts. Let us sing it while we invite the men of God.
As we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we are happy to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, for everything, for every activity that has taken place. Amen. Just a, a prayer request here uh, from Jimmy Matlomuza. It hasn't specified what it is, but God knows what it is. Amen. So we'll just remember him in prayer as we close our eyes. Most gracious Heavenly Father, here's a prayer request that has been presented to the saints. Unspoken as it is, you know what this prayer request is all about. And I know you've got the ability to grant Brother Jimmy his request, dear God. Lord, we have seen you. You have never failed even one time. I think every believer in this building that is honest with themselves can testify and say, this God is a never-failing God. Amen. And Lord, despite anything that may happen, dear God, in every situation we see you being in charge. And that is why we worship you. That's why we love you, dear God. And Lord, as the service has already been declared and you have been invited to this service, we're going to read a portion of the scripture. We've learned that you are your own interpreter. And Lord, that is why I say as you come and fill up this place, bring edification to the believers that have gathered here. Bring a spiritual understanding, dear God. Bring courage to them, dear God. Bring stability, dear God, as your weight will be proclaimed, dear God. As I'm standing here, I don't claim to know any better. I'm relying on you as the almighty God. Amen. These are your subjects you created to them, dear God. And you knew the season in which they would come. And you knew what they would need in that season, dear God. As I commit everything to you, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Okay. We may turn our scripture or our Bibles to the first, first Peter. Uh, chapter 2, verse 9. First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Or maybe before that, let's take our seats. Amen. It's just some, something that came to mind. Amen. Amen. Our worshippers are gone. I need a, just a, a worshipping song. Amen. It's just something that I should have done. It just came to my mind. Just bear with If the singers can come back, they are doing a good job. Amen. 
think every Sunday heaven must be waiting for mm. Malatin to gather together. Just to hear these melodical voices. Amen. Amen. Let's just sing a worshipping song. Uh, Let him come to the fore. Amen. What's that surname? How do Kainga? Oh, brother Kainga. And sister Brescia Lusamba. No, that the way to Brescia Lusamba. Amen. If she can come. Amen. Amen. Mm. The, uh, they are from Congo. 
then he, the brother was first in the country and went back to Congo uh, to complete the process with the family of the sister. And then uh, I'm just in touch with their pastor. And then uh, I'm supposed just to do one Sunday uh, a blessing of their marriage. So, Brother Albert came to the office and said, hey, you must visit again. He said, why should I visit? I'm, I'm part of the church, Pastor. I'm not a visitor. Amen. So, they are not visitors. They are, they are part of us. So they, they just want to do things spiritually as it's supposed to be done. I'm encouraged to see people traveling hundreds of uh, thousands of kilometers away from home. But when they come into this country, they don't forget that they are message believers. They look for a message church to worship. Amen. And later they go back home to fetch their wives and say, Let's come together and worship with us. I'm always suspicious of a man that just is a loner. You cannot trust such a man. Amen. What makes you trust a man is when he's got a wife. Amen. Hallelujah. Angelo brothers. Is it like that, brothers? Uh, if you can always see just a man a hammer or so. If you always see a man walking alone. Ah, you know, something is not right. Call Nokshayamans. Yeah, you call Nokshayamans. <laughs> That's right. God bless you, uh, Brother Albert and Sister Brescia. You may take your seats. We'll wrap up the process later. In this church, and I think this church can teach this country better. Amen. We are one from heaven. First, we are from heaven, then we became Congolese, Zimbabweans, but we are from heaven. Amen. This is not a South African church, it's a church of heaven. Amen. 
So whether you are from Zimbabwe or Congo or from Malawi or from wherever, you are welcome. Amen. Some people, they normally say, I don't look like a South African. Amen. I had a man in my office saying, uh, he's an old man. He's, he, I think he was from Canada. He said, are you from here? Then I said, I'm from here. Then he said, ah, ah, ah. Amen. So I was in Lesotho. Lesotho. And then when a woman came to us, I was first and see, and I was with, I think with brothers Kosana and with some brothers. And say, you know, you brothers from up there from Africa. I believe you really preach it. Amen. Uh, and I'm very, I'm a very proud African man. I'm very proud to be African. I don't want to be a white man. Amen. Very comfortable with that. We've got some people like let's see one. So one in the newspapers. Where to also publish the skin But you so that you can she can become white. Even Michael Jackson did that. No, Michael Jackson went uh, But later, the nose was falling off. You need to appreciate how God created you. You, you can't improve what God has created. You just need to be proud. Especially, sisters, be proud of who you are. Amen. Let's sing a worshiping song and then we'll go to the reading of the word. Um, and yesterday we I just came yeah, we had a we had a party. Yesterday birthday party for Pastor Godima. Because he was turning seventy. And then uh, we yeah. We started from 10 o'clock. Sasha is at 10 o'clock in soup. We knocked off at 10 o'clock in the night. From 10 to 10. So, Zimbabwe, 10 to 10. Amen. So, we speak around about 11 o'clock late at night. Late at night. Towards midnight. But we, we definitely had a great time. And then uh, get a DVD of that occasion. I think we have done justice to the tribute that we paid him. Amen. He, he remains part of us. He's an elder. He's the father to this church. Amen. If you want to know how, ask me. Amen. You remember he's one of the first first pastors that believe we can host the conference when we were not even more than 10, 50. 
Nakumula with a moon of a loose, what color of the tin of the Sangaba being Tela Yonke, sing echo now fifteen Amen. So, yesterday we, we really thank him for that. Is all a symbol in and appreciate him for that. Amen. Let's sing a worshipping song. Let's read the Bible. I won't keep you. Amen. Is there any amen here? Tando Pastor Gurim. Do you love Pastor Godim? Oh, Amen. Amen. Hey, These this others that want to make us fight, uh, don't pay attention to those people. Uh, we are very mature pastors. We, we don't fight because of members' behavior these days. Uh, we are very mature. Amen. So concentrate on the bigger picture. Amen. As we stand up. Chapter 2, verse 9. First Peter, chapter 2, verse 9, it reads in this manner, I found. Amen. Let's read it. Let's, because it speaks about us, let's read it together here on the screen. I love this verse. Amen. Let's go for it. But ye are the chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, 
that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into marvelous light. Amen. How many have been called out of darkness? into marvelous light this morning. Amen. Let's read second right there. Let's move to second Peter. Uh, chapter one. Verse three. We can read it together. Yes. yes, let's start. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto the life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. He has given us divine, his divine power which has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Amen. You may take your seats. We, I want to speak about a holy, resourceful nation a holy rich resourceful nation amen amen hey brother Mwiti, god bless you amen this man is from what plus ne? father father fall boom oh machado door amen yeah, people travel far. God bless you, Brother Mwiti. Amen. And there's a brother from Belfast. I don't know. Where. I don't think he, I see him this morning. Amen. But we, we really appreciate all the people that travel afar off to reach this place. Amen. Just to come in support the fellowship. You are always welcome. Amen. Now, I want to speak about a holy, rich, resourceful nation. Amen. Amen. And then that's what I, I want to speak about this morning. And I want to show that nation. Amen. Do you believe that you are that nation? Do you believe that you are the chosen one of God? Separated for a, for a service in this end time. Amen. Now, just to kickstart our sermon, this is how we, we want to start. The prophet of God says, 
and obviously reflecting on the scripture that we just read. He says in the message, the end time, he said, he said that every nation after that, when a man becomes a priest, he would go in and get mouthful and taste a mouthful of the original manna and just bear in mind the scripture that we read we said a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that that show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And the prophet now takes the word, the priesthood. And he's showing you what the priest used to do. Whatever the priest used to do naturally, it is what this priest will do spiritually today. So that means whatever Aaron was, you are on a much higher level than that of Aaron. Because your priesthood is not after the order of Aaron, but it's after the order of Melchizedek. The priesthood of Aaron was time-bound. But, but the priesthood of Melchizedek is eternal. But this morning, you are not part of that priesthood. You are part of this priesthood. If that priesthood partook of a natural manner, uh, but this priesthood will partake of the spiritual manner. If that priesthood made intercessions, and this priesthood will make intercessions. And uh, this is where you you will check whether you are part of this royal priesthood. Because when you are part of a, a priest by nature, if somebody comes to make a confession and request an intercession to be made for him, the priest on the basis of the confession, didn't think that now I'm better than this one. Every time he had a confession, it brought a sense of responsibility. What am I meaning here? That means if you are a priest, you will never rejoice when your brother or sister falls. But the nature of the priest will make you to become an intercessor. 
Your heart will go after that brother or after that sister. Now a priest had to partake of the original manna. He did not have to partake of the manna that fell outside. Because there was a manna that was hidden in the most holy place. And although it was the same manna, but the manna outside never lasted for more than 24 hours. Within 24 hours it went stale. But the manna in the holy, most holy place, it never went stale. But yet it was in the, it was the same manna. The, the matter was not whether you partook of the manna, but, but what mattered is where you partook of that manna. Today the matter is not whether you believe the message of William Brennan. But it depends where do you believe that message. Where have you been placed? Because God does things positionally. That's why today you will have two types of message believers. Those that each year the message seems like it becomes duller and boring to them. But there are those that become enthused by the message on yearly basis. They get excited about what God is telling them in the message. One does not read the books anymore. But another one is reading the books more than ten times. And whenever he goes into the books, he finds something to edify his soul. But yet they've got the same books. Yet they've got the same prophet. But they are not at the same place positionally. And even when they come together in the fellowship, some is on a higher level, another one is not there. So what am I saying this morning? Let us not stay in the outer court. Let us not stay in the second cause. Let us go into the most holy place. Because right there, there is a manna that is hidden. And for you to get into the most holy place, not everybody is welcome. But you've got to be a priest. Under the ironic priesthood, the priest went once once a year. It was one man representing the nation. The nation could not go in. It was one man going in. But under the Melchizedek ministry, the nation is in the most holy place. The nation has become priests. 
And the beauty about it is not just priests. Reality and priesthood have merged. Under Aaronic ministry, if you belong to the house of Judah, you had nothing to do with the house of Aaron. The priest could not become a king. And the king could not become a priest. But under Melchizedek ministry, we are both kings and priests. The kingdom and the priesthood has emerged. Does it sink in this morning? He says, what is it? It's from the beginning. Here it is. Every man that come to the priesthood which we all in the priesthood now every man and woman come into the priesthood we are the royal priesthood peculiar nation and I want to come to the way to peculiar nation. How did we become a peculiar nation? The bride is not many nations, it's a one nation. That's why I say this church is not a South African church. The prophet says in this message, Laodicea, seven church age book. This new creation is not the old creation made over. Or it could not be called a new creation. That is exactly what it is. It is the new creation. It is another creation distinct from the old one. No longer is it dealing by ways of the flesh that is how he dealt with Israel. He chose Abraham and of Abraham's issue through the godly Isaac line. But now, out of every kindred, out of every tribe, out of every nation, he has proposed a new creation. He is the first of that creation. He was God created in the form of man. He is the first of that creation. Now, by his spirit, not by a church, not by a denomination, not just by a movement, but by his spirit. Because for you to become part of the nation, you must be born into that nation. Hallelujah. And let's make it in this manner. The nation that I'm speaking about, you cannot join it. Because this nation has got no earthly citizenship. 
This nation that I'm speaking about, its headquarters are in heaven. You cannot join it. You've got to be birthed into it. So, what am I saying? We are not just a church. We are a nation. And we are not just a nation, but we are a new creation. And if we say we are a new creation, that means our part or how we are is not dictated by this, the natural genetic pool. You look at us, we look like Africans, but we are not Africans. Yes, according to the old creations, we are Africans, but according to the new one, we are not. There's been a transition that has been brought about by the new birth. That's why we can be in South Africa but not behave like South Africa and not think like South Africa and not dress like South Africa because we belong from to another nation and that nation is not the headquarters it's not here on earth. But that nation, the reason I say it's a holy nation, it is a separated nation. It is set aside for a service. And the reason I say it is a rich nation, it is a self-sustaining nation. Hallelujah. Do you believe that this nation has got its own economy? Do you believe that this nation has got its own way of seeing things? All the nations around the world they are beginning to depend on America or IMF or whatever it may be. But within this nation there is a nation that is not dependent on America. All the nations are depending on well counsel of churches to shape their doctrines. But there is a nation that is not dependent on well counsel of churches. All the nations are subject to the laws of men. But there is a nation that is subject to the law of God. All the nations have got their own struggles with morality and so forth. But from this nation God has proposed a new creation and that new creation is a holy creation and he was the first one of that creation 
means the way he was, that's how this nation will be like. The way Christ was, that's how this nation will be like. A nation must take pride in its culture. What makes a nation to be distinct is its culture. And they teach their children their culture. And their children teach their grandchildren their culture. So they've got a, a, a history that makes it to be a nation. But I want to tell you, we've got as well a rich one. And it's not a culture, but it is the nature of the word. Which word? In the beginning was the word. That's where our culture started from. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And that word became flesh. And when that word became flesh, that word became a nation. Because the word gave birth to the sons and daughters from generation to generation. And these sons and daughters, when they were born, naturally, they had a spiritual amnesia. They joined different nations. Some became Russians. Some became Congolese. Some became Zimbabweans. Some became South Africans. But although they were part of those nations, they were struggling to adapt to the cultures of those nations. They may have been proud South Africans, but they had questions on how South Africa they may have been proud Zimbabweans but they had question on how Zimbabweans live until such time God brought the way the unadulterated way now this way served as a magnet that began to magnetize the nation of God from nations. So that means Zimbabweans came out of Zimbabwe and they became part of a new nation. The Congolese came out of the Congolese and they became part of this nation. And when they came into this nation, they lost their natural identity and they gained the spiritual identity. They're now most South Africans. They are no more the Gentiles. But they are partakers of the kingdom of God. Let me tell you something. You should see more of yourself of a message believer than you are according to your country. Because all these nations are sinking. And all these kingdoms are sinking. But there is a kingdom that is taking off. And that kingdom is the kingdom of the Almighty God. What, may, what is a kingdom? Brother Branham says it is the headship 
over the subjects. 1963. When we saw the headship over Sunset Mountain. It tells you the kingdom was being established. And you can never have a kingdom without a nation. So that means the nation of God is upon the earth. And we are beginning to rise like an army. We are beginning to reject everything of this world. We question their education system. We, we question their economics. We question everything. Because we belong to another nation. And our nation operates different from other nations. I don't know whether are we together this morning. Are you part of this new nation. Every Every nation is crumbling. Every nation is at the end. But there is a new nation that is rising up. And that nation is the seat of Abraham. And the message of William Branham was to gather the people that will make up that nation. And those people have got new ways of looking things. But it's not a new way, it's the old way. Because these people, before there was time, these people were there. Before God became God, these people were, were there. These people were on the mind of God. Before there was molecules or atoms. And there were a nation in the mind of God. And they were chosen in the mind of God. And they were blessed in the mind of God. And when they were in the mind of God, God has always wanted to have a kingdom. But in the garden of Eden, the devil injected himself into the human race. And he introduced, he's the first one to introduce sex. And from there, he corrupted the human race. He corrupted the gene pool. That is no matter how much one wanted to be perfect. But people could not be perfect until the Messiah was born. And that Messiah, he became part of the vision birth. Because God did not want the first birth to have everything to do with the Messiah. He wanted a product that will produce a new nation. Because all the nations that came through the first birth, they had spiritual deficiencies. They could not live above sin. But when the Messiah was born, I tell you, the new nation 
was beginning. And that's why he said, unless the coin of the field, unless it is put on the ground, it remaineth alone. He wanted to have a spiritual multiplication. Not through sex, but by the spoken way. Because every man that is born by sex is subject to death. For this new nation shall not have graveyards. This new nation shall not have hospitals. The economy that we come from does not have hospitals. The economy that we come from does not have graveyards. It has eternal life. And God wanted to migrate us from this natural one to the spiritual one. But you don't come by way of joining a church. Because when you join a church, you are still part of the old creation. But you need to die and be born again with a new set of genes. And when you have got a new set of genes, your reaction and I hope you will get to me in this world unless you are born again you will never overcome sin this body was designed to respond to a sinful nature because they can play rock and roll there is a muscle within your body that will respond to the beat no matter how holy you are there is a muscle that can respond to it brothers hear me out here in this generation the way women are like and the way the devil has made them to be like those that are without grace when they walk they walk in a certain way you've got to be a different type of material to look the other way you've got to be a son of God not to be consumed by what has been displayed in this world but you know why we are here and we are able to live with them it's because those muscles that can be able to respond to a sinful nature have been disabled by the word of God. I don't know whether there are witnesses in this church. Those muscles and those desires that can respond to a sinful nature have been disabled by the word of God. Why do we have young men that have more virtue better than the state president? They're having a better conduct. It's not a church doctrine because they're able to do that on Sunday. They're able to do that on Monday. And they're able to do that on Tuesday. It's not just a church conduct. It's 
is the result of the new birth. Unless you have come through new birth, I don't care how you sing, I don't care how you preach, you will be subject to the natural desires. But the reason we are in this world, and we are not enticed by this world, we have been birthed into a new nation. Yet we live with them. But we realize one thing. We are pilgrims and strangers here. We are seeking a city whose builder and maker is God. That, that means we are here in this world. But already God has ushered us into perfection. I hope you will understand what I mean here. That means whatever is happening actually I had a map that I wanted to show you on the screen. screen. I don't know Bramante. can we try to open it? If it doesn't we'll see. There is a map that I want to show you. And I want to say how can we survive? There it is. This is a, an African map. And you look how the predominant diseases on the continent. You see that the whole of southern, southern Africa, the whole of it, HIV AIDS has, has consumed the entire region. And you come into, I think this is Nigeria. It, it has been consumed by that. And wherever you see tuberculosis there, it's all these diseases. But however, you'll bear with me for saying this, and I think the devil has put us in a corner. And there's one thing that I believe. God does heal HIV AIDS. He says, I'm the Lord thy God that healeth all thy diseases. So that means they, we've got a remedy for whatever condition that you find yourself in. But look at how the governments of the world have, have been in chess, we use the word checkmate, have been checkmate by the devil. They, they've got a problem of how do we talk to the youth? Uh, the youth. Oh, okay. It sounded like something else. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, how, how do we talk to the youth? Then you look at this. On a billboard, if they want to discourage the youth, maybe to, to, to as they say, to pray, to abstain. Until such time you are married. 
they, they can't show on a billboard somebody who is in the final stages of being having a full-blown uh, AIDS. Amen. Because you know what the, that does? It sends the message to those that are already affected that you've got no hope. So that means there would be projecting the disease as a death sentence. So they can't go there that route. Now, there's another route that can, they can take. They can take a model and put him maybe with a chair and a, a table, maybe with a nice laptop, and maybe write positively living with the disease. And they put a nice big billboard. Now, when the youth passes by and see that message, you know what the message says? It's not a big deal. Look how this model, how beautiful she is. Not a big deal. And when they say it's not a big deal, then you see the infection rates multiplying. And when they when they when it multiplies, then it creates a havoc for the states. They don't know what to do now. Are, are, are we together? Is this what is happening? Hallelujah. They, they would never show somebody that they are bearing and say, this disease kills you. No, say. They would rather, they would find a, a politically correct way to put it. And you know why the doctors cannot find a remedy to this disease. It is because it has to do with the blood. And the reason it has to do with the blood, for you to find the answer, you need to go back to Genesis chapter 3 and knew what was the impact of the blood within the fall of the human race. This disease it's part of the original sin. No doctor has got a remedy to it. No scientist has got a remedy to it. I was talking to Brother Mutlavi. He says the disease, it's, it's amazing because from time it behaves like it, it's a living thing. It appears, it disappears. Amen. And he used a, a medical term for that. So it's a demon that can hide itself in the system. You find this type of remedy for it and you try to treat it maybe it disappears and reappears 
in another form and that drug is no longer effective on it. You know why? What is the answer? The answer is not with the government. The, the answer is not with the World Health Organization. The answer to the original sin it is the original weight it's not a church it's not a sermon it's not a motivational talk but the weight because why the answer is the weight all things were created by the weight so that means for a cancer to be healed. The one that can heal cancer. The one that can heal cancer. It must be the one that has got the ability to create new cells. So that means even the problems of this world are redirecting us back to the weight. Do you believe that God can produce a new set of blood? Do you believe that God can produce new cells? So that means this nation in order to respond to the problems of this world they must not adopt the methods of this world because every method that has been used by this world has landed the world in more problems than they were in before the methods that have been used by this well to solve the problems that were created have created more problems than they were before. But that means the church as part of a nation we need not to think like the people of the world. We need not to solve our things with the way the world is solving things. But we need to go back to the original word and the word will create because the word deals with the new creation I hope we are together here now when you look at the map hallelujah and I will concentrate on Africa I don't know whether can you show me the second map Here's something that I want to put it across. I hope I will not land into trouble. Some of the diseases on this continent are political diseases rather than real diseases. I hope I'm not landing in trouble with the doctors here. Those diseases are real. And they kill people. But how they were introduced into the nations politics became part of it. That's why I call them political diseases. 
Why why is this disease more dominant on this continent more than any other continent? We are not the originator of it, but we are the most people that are affected by it. Let's check maybe if you can move to another uh, picture. I, I, I think maybe let's go to the third one before I come to this one. Amen. There's just another one that is just having a red and white. That is, maybe if you can enlarge it for me. You'll bear with me. I thought I put it on PowerPoint, but I used a different program. It disappeared. It disappeared. That means it's minimized. Or maybe just, yeah. G, okay. No, we're moving. No, no, no. Let's go how you have done it. If not, I'll move on. Take it easy, no pressure. Amen. While he's talking there, while he's still looking, when you look at this map, all the nations are affected. This is the African map where you see red. It is the battles. Either tribal or whatever. When you see the yellow map, it's where it's relatively troublesome. It's a hot spot as well. That means when you see the yellow color. That is where there is a hot spot, but it's not as bad as where you see the red color. Now, when you look at this, people have been displaced from their nations. And then uh, when you look at the, our continent, Last week, I think two weeks back, the, all the Amer- African leaders, they met with Obama. And then uh, Angitu Obama is the biggest donor to the African. Uh, you, you hear me where I'm going with this. Now, there is a battle between the Chinese and the Americans as to who's got control of Africa. In Africa, Africa every year received a, we call it a, 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 an aid, a donation of 32 billion 
Africa, Italy, Nyaga Nyaga, billion. Thirty-two billion. Billion. That thirty-two billion is meant to help us to help our governments to stay afloat. Amen. However, let, let's go to the the other map. I want to show you something. What, what, and, and you'll get to the spiritual as to why I would want to you to get a context of this of this map. When you look at, I've showed you the diseases. I've showed you the battles that are taking place. But when you look at the continent, you understand why everybody wants to get their hands in Africa. Because of the gold that is in South Africa, the, the oil that is in Nigeria, the coffee that is in Madagascar or Sudan. So you've got, you've got a rich continent but yet it has been made to be poor they are throwing crisis after crisis to it the people that bring solutions are the very one that created the problems but because we don't have leaders we've got greedy leaders we've got leaders that have got no hearts for the people the richest people on the continent you find that they are head, head of states they've got their money stashed somewhere in the Swiss banks hallelujah all I mean most of the dictators you'll find them on this continent so that means because the continent is rich somebody is creating a conflict because the unity of the continent will make it to realize and to benefit from its resources. So that means you are rich. But I feel pity for you. I take 10,000 from you and I donate 200 from you to you. And I say you need to appreciate. But if there is no unity of your mind, you will not see that 10,000 has been stolen. So you will be rich but yet poor. Where am I going with this? There is a nation that has risen under the banner of the message of the hour. And that, that nation it is a rich nation because it has solution to all the marital problems. It has the solution to 
all kinds of diseases that are around. It has the solution to, to, to juvenile delinquency. But you know why it is rich but it looks poor? It is because there is no unity within that nation. People are divided by complexes. They are message believers but they are divided by the nation. I'm a Congolese you are a South African. And there is a bridge there. There is a camp there. You believe the seals? I don't believe the seals. It is a camp there. What will happen if all the message believers can become unity and say because we are a nation. We will take it even further. As a nation, we've got some of the engineers in the message. We've got the teachers in the message. We've got the doctors in the message. Why don't we send it? Why don't we stop sending our schools to the, to the schools where the demons are roving around? Why don't we have our own schools and educate our children according to the standard of the message. But it's a nation that is not doing anything. We complain about the problems about this world is presenting but we forget we've got the resources to respond to this world. Maybe you're looking at me and figuring what is he talking about? How many young people have we lost in schools? How many we send them as message believers? They came back not as message believers. If we keep on sending our schools then we lose them. Maybe we need to sit around the table and say not that way anymore. Do you know that even the people that are not message believers they are now homeschooling their children. Why do they see a need to homeschool their children? They are unbelievers. But yet they see that this world is corrupt. But we need a unity. That's why in this church I believe if this church fights with that church the one that benefits is the David. The more you've got divisions is the more the devil benefits. But why don't the walls of Jericho fall down? And every brother embrace another brother. If he's got a shallow revelation Try for him to have a deep revelation. But let's go forward. Whether you are in South Africa, or you are in Pastor Maribas Church, or you are in Pastor Gorima's Church, or Pastor Mukovic's Church, we've got the same devil that we face daily. And if we've got the same enemy, maybe we need to team up together and fight that enemy. Because if we are divided, the devil benefits. I'm saying the nation must rise up. We must all 
pettiness. And rise above our pettiness. And rise above our church politics. And realize we are the product of the words. Why did the prophet speak? The invisible union of the bride. That's what we need. Amen. But every year, families lose their children. And maybe Madiba sits and says, It's not mine. The next day, Madiba loses his children. To the world. Mutabi says, Ah, they are not mine. That other year, Mutabi loses his children to the world. The body says, it's not mine. As time goes by, we will all be losers. Does it sink in? Can you see we've got a, a bigger mission than just to sit on Sunday morning? We've got resources. See now, this is my I mean, goodness for sake. I will say something that will make you fall off your chair. The prophet said, Um prophet Ute, I've got a problem with women working in these offices of ungodly men. But he never said, the same prophet said, the woman is the fifth, the mother is the fifth gospel. Is the one that teaches children. Where well, we've got a number of sisters doing nothing. Amen. Don't you think it's an army that is underutilized? But because and women need our women need to not to be like these women of this world. They need to be spiritual. Amen. Can I show you the greatest enemy of women is other women in the world? Amen. I've observed in the world, I don't know in the message, in the world I've observed. Have you seen that all the saloons is more men than women? And I asked certain women, I say, why would you prefer your hair to be done by a man rather than a another woman. At, uh, if it is another woman, but this week, she will make up my hair. Two weeks. After two weeks, I'll cut And you see the hair is a woman's glory. The quickest way to know that a woman is unclean is when you look at her hair. And the quickest way to know that a man is unclean, you look at his shoes. Amen. Go and check it. Now, but 
They say, I will come, the woman will do my hair. Again, do my hair. I come back for t- on the third time she says this other woman will say always she's here the saloon <laughs> she will be asking where does she get the money always um, she's second so then she will bend her hair <laughs> is it true that you've got more men than women in saloon in my house we had two boys now we're expecting the third one I always wondered I've never seen my wife looking for a female gynecologist and I've got problems with gynecologists recently I was made forced to go and visit one and I was sitting there with a lot of women there. I said, Amen. And I said, where are female gynecologists? They say women mistrust female gynecologists. Why, do, why can't women stand for other women? Is it jealousy? Is it pettiness? If it is like that, we don't need it in the message. In the message, sisters must be sisters. And they must be there knowing that this is my sister. There must never be an element of mistrust. Are you together, sisters? Because a lot of times before you see brothers being divided, it's because sisters are long divided. Amen. And you brothers that just follow the sister because you brother one man. Amen. Another friend of mine is not a believer. He says, he, my wife, told me about the neighbor that this neighbor is bad. Amen. And now we're not on speaking terms with Umakelwan. Then at one day when I came back, I didn't get it. But she's visited my house. To the neighbor. And when she came back, I said, Why did you visit them? Because we don't talk to them. Today we were greeting each other nicely. So then the men must make a U turn. Let me tell you, my brother. If your wife says, Brother, so and so, sister, so and so is not right. Don't go that way. Because when she makes a U turn, she won't tell you. See them together after church under the tree laughing. But this nation that I'm speaking about, it must be a nation of unity. 
It must be a nation that prays for each other. That advises each other. We fall and rise together. If we are divided, the devil benefits. And this nation, I, I, I don't know whether you say I'm comparing the nations here. I'm comparing our nation with their nations. In this nation, that's why I said I'm thankful the brother brought his wife into this country. Because in this nation, the greatest protector of a man is his woman. I was waiting translator after October. The greatest, the greatest protector of the man is his wife. So that means, brother Msizi, after you are married, if you just walk around, all these women, they just greet you. We with your wife, they just look the other way. Because you are protected. You've got a spiritual bodyguard. I'm suspicious of brothers that are loners. There's trouble there. You're going to the mall. You meet the brother this side of the mall. You meet the sister shopping on the other side of the mall. You just see where they arrived at the mall and they will meet each other after two hours. That's not how we do things in this nation. Can I go on? In this nation, as I said the other time, today women in the world, the day they trust a man, and they can tell you 100% where he is, is when they've buried him. They will tell you that he said such cemetery. But we are not like that. When you go out, you say to your wife, I go to such place and I'm coming back. If you move to another one, you report. It's not because she's a boss. No, it's because your life has got a structure. If a man has got an unstructured life, it's a problematic man that man. And in this world, our women have got access to our cell phones. That means there is a problem. Even when they bath, they bath with a cell phone. Nowadays, I'm not going to show them about cells. About cells, I say phone in the move for work. 
Things are rough in the world. Because sometimes we listen to them and we come and tip the church. I'm in closing. This man had a nyazi. And then when she had a concubine, then Angiti in the house, you'll always complain about boss. Pity is calling now. Pete said I must come on Monday early. So that means the, the womb, your wife, the, the person that will know most is your boss because you talk a lot about your boss. So this man saved the concubine's number Michael it's Pete. When the phone was ringing, saying Pete, but I'm going answer the phone, but now Pete. We Until one day it rang. When the wife answered, it's not Pete, it's Ndombi. Can you see men of this world? You can't trust them. That's why you young ones that are not married, marry in Christ. You can't trust a wealthy man. If one worships with us and is not trust with, he won't worship for long. Did you hear me that? The Holy Spirit will sift him out of the church. God bless you, Rich. Amen. It was lovely to have all of you here. We are a nation that is bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. A blood bought church of the living God. Maybe let's say Udumo Skosi. Let's just worship him for a few minutes before we depart from this place.
pray. Yes. Most gracious, eternal God, Heavenly Father. Mm. Heavenly Father, this is the Jubilee Day, most gracious Red Father. Yes. Oh God Almighty, just want to thank you, oh God. Heavenly Father, some weight, oh God, within your church is loose, oh God. Heavenly Father, same hatred within your church is loose, Heavenly Father. We just want to thank you for the wonderful words of wisdom, oh God. For the wonderful words that we receive from on high, most gracious Father. Oh God, as the song of says, heal your people, heal your land, oh God. Heavenly Father, these words were healing, oh God. Heavenly Father, until Brother Brenham says, oh God, these words, they take us to familiar places in Christ Jesus, oh God. God. Heavenly Father, oh God, it takes us back to eternity, oh God. Heavenly Father, it gives us the realization of who we are, most gracious yes. Father. Oh God, we just want to thank you for today's service, oh God. Heavenly Father, we, we can surely say God was here and was moving amongst us, oh God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, oh God, for keeping all your appointments, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, for you say when two or three are gathered, oh God, you shall be in the midst, oh God. Heavenly Father, when the soul, the body, and the spirit are in together, oh God. You shall be in the midst, oh God. It's no more the number of people, oh God. But if it's a person alone, oh God, divided into three, oh God. When they agree as one, you come down, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, today it was a showdown, oh God. Heavenly Father, again, oh God, this hour, oh God, it was undermining the devil, oh God. It was lifting up the kingdom of God, oh God. It was showing, oh God, that how great is Michael, oh God. We were on the side, oh God. Before the foundation of the world, oh God. Yes. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for today's sermon, oh God. For we have the understanding, oh God, that whatever trials they come, oh God, therefore glorifying us, oh God. For Heavenly Father, we know that Heavenly Father, there's no victory without battle, oh God. Yes. Heavenly Father, give us more trials, oh God. Give us more squeeze, Heavenly Father, so we can be more perfect, oh God. We don't pray for an easy life, oh God. We pray for a life of trials, oh God. Oh God, Heavenly Father, till Brother Pradam says, when God tries you, then when you, that's when you know that God, Heavenly Father, accepts you, oh God. That's when you know that you're a child of God. Oh God, as we walk out of today, oh God, our prayer is changing from today. We say we want more trials, oh God, so we can be better Christians, oh God. We just want to thank you for a word of encouragement, oh God, that Heavenly Father, you've chosen us, oh God. Heavenly Father, that Heavenly Father, oh God, there were a lot of people, oh God, but Heavenly Father, you came down, oh God, and you chose me, oh God. Yes. Oh God, you chose my brother, oh God. So Heavenly Father, you are faithful enough, oh God, to keep us, oh God. Help us, Heavenly Father, to look and to read unto your word, Heavenly Father. As your servant was saying something important, saying, oh God, help us, oh God, to read, Heavenly Father, so we can have the understanding of things, most gracious Father. Help us, Heavenly Lord God. We just want to say, Heavenly Father, may you bless, Heavenly Father, your servant and his family, Heavenly Father. For Heavenly Father, oh God, Heavenly Father, bless them richly, Heavenly Father. Oh God, we have not enough words of exhortation, oh God, because Heavenly Father, you came down, oh God. You vindicated yourself, oh God. Heavenly Father, you blessed each and every one of us, oh God. Heavenly Father, we just reminded, Heavenly Father, when you came down and you said to one of your servants, you said, thou mighty man of Vela, he was wounded, he was down, oh God. But Heavenly Father, you saw him as a soldier, oh God. You saw him as an overcomer, oh 
God. So us, us, Heavenly Father, in our daily lives, oh God, you don't see us the way the world sees us. You don't see us as the critic sees us. You see us as overcomers, oh God. Help us, Heavenly Father, to live up to the confession, oh God. We just want to say, Heavenly Father, carry on, oh God. Heavenly Father, confirm your word, Heavenly Father. Visit each and every believer afterwards and confirm your word, as Brother Brenham says, oh God. So that, Heavenly Father, we can be the rich in a pistol, red of all men, Heavenly Father. Because the only God that Emmanuel will see, it is us, oh God. The only Jesus Christ that Emmanuel will see, it's us, Heavenly Father. Help us, oh God, that our lives, oh God, may mesh the standard of the message of the hour. Help us, Heavenly Father, that we walk, Heavenly Father, oh God, knowing that, Heavenly Father, we can lead people to heaven or we can lead people to hell, oh God. Heavenly Father, and we should pay for it, oh God. Help our lives, oh God, to be in line with the message, oh God. Help us, Heavenly Father, oh God, that Heavenly Father, everybody may see that Heavenly Father, oh God, it's homegoing time. We just want to say, Heavenly Father, carry on with your children, carry on with your church. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Wonderful. Amen. Eh, Bram, Izolo was a Vesikita. Yesterday we were really, really dancing. Yeah, really, really dancing, Bazalwani. Vesikita. I must have cracked the tile where I was. I can't get out in dancing. I'm even cracking my tiles. Excuse me, just, just four songs. There's a four. Amen. Then thereafter they are dismissed. You will come to the Amen. And then travel safely. And then continue. God may continue to protect you. Lead you and guide you. Until such time we meet again as overcomers. Be absorbed in this message. Be absorbed in this weight. This weight will preserve you. Till we meet, God bless you. Hallelujah, Amen, Hallelujah, Amen, Tinangesi, Ashanaso,
everybody hand on freeze, amen. Let's take the last one. Let's say we are born in the beginning of so much like we are born in the beginning. Oh, oh. 